Trying to keep this one a little shorter today. We said we would add acceptance to the enabling series on Michael L. Craver Presents. Another installment coming to you. Spotify, iHeartRadio, Spreaker. If you're on Google Podcasts, TuneIn is an excellent one to pick up where you left off if you're using the app and so forth. I know Amazon Music is out there. You got uh, iTunes or Apple Podcasts and the different variations there. But a couple of things that I wanted to throw out in front of you before uh, I got into any of my material. New Jordan Peterson book will be on March 2nd. That's Beyond Order, 12 More Rules for Life. If you got the first one, uh, 12 Rules for Life. If you don't, Peterson's lectures are throughout YouTube. Um, a number of media appearances. He, of course, has his own channel where he does many different lecture series on the Bible and, and other subjects. So, great young man to leave on, leave listening to. You want to do that with a clear head and with... Uh, I leave everything else turned off. Uh, Peterson is one of the guys that I don't listen to while I'm working or doing other things. I like to sit down. I might eat a meal and and listen to him at the same time. Just soak it in. But listening and, and learning with a piece of paper and a pen is a pretty good way to go through a, a Peterson uh, session as well. His new book, uh, March the 2nd. And then you have Thomas Sowell with a new Common Sense and a Senseless World, a new YouTube full-length feature that he has. And these guys are people who look at you eye-to-eye, um, tell you questions you ought to ask yourself, and how you're doing you're prioritizing what really matters to you and just the facts of the world, uh, you know, math and science as I approach things. So I, I highly recommend uh, all of their material uh, as a body of work. Great stuff. Um, it's a beautiful little Wednesday. It's cold. February the 3rd, I was told that uh, Pucks and Tony Phil, as uh, he is famed in the Bill Murray Groundhog Day movie, uh, someone mentioned six more weeks of winter based on the traditional groundhog sees a shadow sort of forecast to which is something i had to to put acceptance on the table right do i accept that do i even believe in this this folklore that's i think that's one of the first pieces of the puzzle people talk about trauma and tragedy and overcoming grief and well the first stage is denial well maybe the first stage is validity isn't actually there Right, because if it's not there, there's nothing to accept. There's nothing to deny. Can you imagine the therapist who's the the troll, skeptical this this modern way that the kids talk to you? Oh, you're a narcissist because, or it's all about you. Maybe they're telling it to you in this facetious way that you know they try to ask these questions that you couldn't get out from underneath. Here's this. Young man, he says, you know, the earth is flat, right? No, it's not. Oh, well, the, f- the first stage of, you know, figuring things out is to deny them. And then you're caught in this paradox of him telling you something that isn't true and it's not valid. It's, it's bullshit to begin with. And yet he's making you dig out from underneath it because if you refute it, you're in the first stage of the process of denial. This is actually me probably giving someone who's listening a very valuable tool to antagonize other people with. That's up to you. But I'm just laying out there that me saying these things, it's like um, I've described relationships. 
why would I be extremely valuable in a personal, uh, romantic, or otherwise relationship, professional? Because I can take people from zero to the deepest number of negative 10 or to the highest number of positive 10. I can do both. I, my range is the full range is 20. Most people don't have that kind of range. They can get people semi-happy or maybe really, really happy, but they, they can't piss people off. Or they really know how to antagonize or torment or just you know destroy people, but they could never make people happy. And their range is, is not, you know, twenty. Which is it is its own thing. But when you listen to my podcast and I give you these tools, how to open up I'll do it I'll tell you what, I'll make myself a note here. I will make myself a note here to do a future episode on my tricks of the trade to antagonize people and um, I suppose to uh, manipulate or dominate the conversation. Because I'm retired from these things, uh, it doesn't matter to me as much. You can use them against me um, and we'll see if I could overcome them. See if you can use your own tricks against me. If you're out there, you've been talking to me in the past. You say, "Oh my God, I didn't even know he was doing that." Yeah. See if you can if you can turn my own my own people against me. Um, look, acceptance is supposed to be our theme of the day. I'm keeping this one short. Another like 15 minutes, maybe. Uh, we'll get back to lunch, and uh, uh, I've got a few things to, to handle today. The young man, Mr. George, my uh, labradoodle. He's at the groomers, and I think the, the girls are out eating lunch or something, waiting on him. So, and he's having he's having his surgery on Monday when I'm having some things looked at myself. Coping, rationalizing, discovery, direction. These are the four things I have written about acceptance. That rationalizing is what you would do. To, you know, to, to, before you really accept something, you need to rationalize. And I, when I say that, I mean. In part, giving it validity. Is it there? Does it exist? Is it real? Is it worth the process of acceptance? Which can be instantaneous or it could be a long, drawn-out process. I think one of the things for confused people in the world, and you can talk about voters like this, political beliefs, safe spaces, and all that is that a lot of people work against logic, against facts, against tolerance, against... You know, oh, I would never have a vaccine. Okay, Don't have a vaccine. You're going to avoid these foods. We've talked about this how many times? Then you're going to develop allergies. Then when you run into these things that are tolerable to most people because they have an everyday or a semi-regular inkling of this in their life, right? They've experienced this subject matter, whether it be dairy products or gluten or if it's something to do with sickness and disease you're out there in the world you scrape your knee you don't always wash your hands whatever it might be you've built up this level of immunity and so that immunity is um this this immunity a lot of people think of they're watching law and order i'm talking about it as a concept and as a as a system just like in your body of your immune system I testified with immunity. Yeah, so you, you may have immunity. You would be immune to whatever. Now, that's a legal term there, and it's dealing with whether they're going to be able to press charges on something. 
It's an exchange, right? However, when I say immunity or immune, your level of immunity is not 100 or zero. It's not only 100 is what many people would say. Well, you either have immunity or you don't have immunity. No, you have a certain level of immunity. Just have a certain level of activity or creativity. You're not a, you know, <laughs> my level of creativity. No, it's something you can gauge. So as you're looking at being able to voluntarily and otherwise come into contact with things that need acceptance, that's going to be extremely valuable to you to expose yourself. Well, no, don't be running around exposing yourself. You get locked up. Keep your clothes on. But you run around and you expose yourself to the different opportunities in the world to ask questions, to read, to research, to travel, and otherwise. And those things are really important to people. And, you know, your goals, your bucket lists, all that kind of stuff can only be met if you take risks. Vulnerability is is quite important to the cycle of human life. As I talked about in the procreation episode earlier, I mean, you risk harm, safety, heartbreak, disease in order to enjoy the let's say intercourse in order in order to for you to make a child. And you give me all these other scenarios about, you know, in vitro fertilization or, you know, whatever they do. But you realize that I'm not talking about outliers. I'm talking about math and science. I'm talking about the overwhelming natural process of things. And so the overwhelming the um, average, for a better, for lack of a better word, the overwhelmingly everyday occurrence that most everyone has. And that's when I put these questions and these scenarios out there. It's like, here you are sitting back, hanging loose, and you need exposure to these things. I mean, it's, it's very simple. I'm not going to vaccinate my child, then don't. But when they run up against something like hepatitis, what do you think is going to happen? Oh, I thought you were talking about the COVID. No, I just said vaccinate. Specificity, something you might want to expose yourself to. Because those things are something you really need to accept. That These things range from one number to another, perhaps greater number than you're thinking about. That's something you need to accept. We always had money. I didn't realize we could go broke. Well, you should accept that possibility when you're assessing your risks and making your decisions. Coping, what I have written here, is, is very simple. I mean, it's, you know, the idea or the word. But coping with something that you have to accept. I mean, the, the grief, the sadness, the emotional, the fatigue that it puts on your body. And it could be medical fatigue, right? Because here we are talking about hepatitis or whatever. It's something be hard for you to accept. It's on your medical chart. It's real. I, I still can't believe it. That's part of acceptance. And your body, your mind, maybe the people around you are going to have to cope with it because maybe it's drastically changed what your living situation is going to be, what your activities are going to be. Oh, I was a professional fighter. Not anymore. They're going to let you fight if you got hepatitis. you could, you got bloodborne disease. Well, we can't allow you to participate in competition where someone else could contract that from you. Coping is uh, difficult. And you can think about that psychologically or otherwise. You can take this episode that I'm putting together about acceptance and put it into a therapeutic box and think of it in terms of 
whether you've had tragedy and you've had loss. Could be biological, could be emotional. This is a grandiose idea of acceptance, whether it be done internally, where your body is learning to, to live with you know, any number of things. If you're a person who's been off and you've served your country honorably, you know, dishonorably, and you dove on a grenade, and you're alive by a lot of acceptance and coping going on from psychological to medical to you know the community around you. He's not the same as he used to be. That's right. Now he doesn't have this faculty and he has these other adjustments he's got to make. Those are difficult. You might notice the language that I use is different than what you... Oh, what are you talking about? I'm leaving it open-ended from zero to negative ten. Oh, up to positive ten. You can think of whatever you want. This is allow your imagination to guide the way. Yes, I could specifically say, like Tom Cruise on Born in, on the Fourth of July, great Oliver Stone movie. He goes off to war. He's handicapped. He's part of a town that has feelings about his service, the conflict he's in, the state that he's in, where he's going to go with his future, and he's got to have acceptance. He's got to have culpability. I mean, he's he's got all these range of things that are going to go into that can he cope with the new world around him that he's not a soldier that he can't walk that he's being hated that he possibly hates america that he is a member of a brotherhood who may have honor amongst themselves they may have pride maybe they despise one another for the situation they got themselves into maybe somebody in his group that caused him to be put into this handicapped situation and those variables, sure, I'm a creative kind of guy. I could lay all of that out on the table. Oh, man, that is... Oh. But I like to say things that are open-ended. It gives you the opportunity to fill in the blanks. Whatever is closest to you. Leave your imagination running wild. That's why people that are writers with a book, people say, oh, that book. Mm-hmm. Because when you read something out of a book that you can then picture in your head, people used to say... It's Lewis Black. If I can find the example, I'll insert it here. And, you know, why would you hire MTV to do music? <laughs> MTV has nothing to do with music, okay? MTV is to music as KFC is to chicken. MTV is video, and video goes where? In your eye. <laughs> Music goes in your ear. Ear, eye, eye, ear. Big fuck difference. <laughs> Music is like a drug. When you hear it, you have a vision. And that vision can change over time or remain the same. You know, that first time and you're in love and you hear a love song and you think every time you think about it, you have that vision of your special someone. And then two years later, after you broke up, you're at the bar. <laughs> and you hear that song and you go, son of a bitch, I'll have a Jaeger. <laughs> but whatever your vision is, 
I will tell you, if you're watching a, a music video and the video is exactly the same as your vision, kill yourself. <laughs> He talks about how MTV is a music video, and if if you're listening to a song and and what you think you hear or see is what's in the music video, then you need to rethink it. Or he may say something a lot more drastic than that. Anyway, I, um, we got another stage of this written down as discovery. You find the problem, you find a break in confusion, you're coping with the point of no return. Eh, I think that's fair and it probably falls in and overlaps with some of my other points that you, you have to, acceptance is its own milestone, speed bump, and, but it Hitting the point of acceptance means that there is a point of no return. Like, you've got acceptance or no acceptance. But you can't undo what's already been done is the really important piece of that. Discovery being that you're, you know, you're finding the problem. It could be that you're finding a solution. You're finding how you're going to cope with things. An outlet of therapy. Rehabilitation. It could be pharmaceutical. And those things are options that you should explore with all kinds of... It's a, it, for instance, I previously had a lot of issues with vanity and would have all sorts of conversations that are... You know, and you, when you talk to as many people as I did, and I'm talking, you know, I don't know, the course of a month, oh, I'd get blocked by three, four, or five people maybe every day in some way, shape, or form. So course of a month you talk to 200 to 300 people uh, from work professionally dating apps whatever and they just you know some would be interesting some would not be interesting some would be more of an experience where you want to feel normal but because there's so many conversations going on in so many directions at different stages you say kind of it's america if you want to fall into that free speech banner do it but you kind of say whatever you want and joke without anything to lose because there's so many other it's like that dollar store example I've made in my previous podcast. If you can go down to the dollar store and just keep buying these cheap items and throwing them away, people don't have value to you. And they didn't to me, not like that. So it was just it was unhealthy. And I can tell you it was unhealthy. I'm an underdog sort of long shot or let's say, I don't know if hopeless romantics the right word, but I look at it in terms of being able to you know, somewhere in there, uh, you hope you're going to run across, you know, the it's like the fun house. You're going to run across the right door. The right part of the maze is going to lead you to the one way out. Who's going to be that person? What's going to be that conversation? So you keep having them. 
And I, I think that I knew in the middle of it it was a problem, the acceptance or the coping with the idea that I was going to lose that habit and have to change my social behavior would, I don't know. I already knew it was necessary. It was just like, what else am I going to do with that time? And I luckily have some, a great friend uh, in Michigan. So uh, he and I watch a lot of wrestling, action movies, TV shows, uh, which is we've been doing Skype for I don't know, fifteen years. Said something since two thousand one. We converted over to Skype from Yahoo and Messenger and, and AIM Messenger. Uh, so a lot of the virtual conferencing that you see now working remotely. We were way ahead of our time. But that kept me at home and it kept me grounded. You, could, you know, then you form all these inside jokes and you have this long-running dialogue. and it, It's an interesting thing. Cause some people will buy a dog and they'll take the dog to the park and then, you know, here's my dog and, and that's fine. I've got Siskel and Ebert with me and me and John. And, uh, Matter of fact, the first podcast episodes I ever recorded were a long time ago with the two of us recording through some technology called Pamela through Spike. Pamela's a two-way recording uh, application. And uh, it's been very important to me that in, in direction, my last point falls into this, that as I found that I'd reached sort of a point of, of no return in, in some of the ways that I spoke to people or I felt like, man, I'm really drowning myself here. Like, this is not, not only is it not healthy, it's not enjoyable. It's a, it's just a bad habit. And I would find that the, the answer for me was to just shut off, not just shut off, but like delete social media or I at one point just didn't have a phone. And, and worked off the house phone for a long time, and that worked very good, very well for me, because um, I can I'm good around the house, I'm good with my hands. I've, you know, I don't need to be talking to people all the time. But I'm a creature of habit, so if I run into those opportunities to just keep on, you know, going and going, um, just like if you've ever sat down and had a conversation with me in person, I'll talk till the sun comes up tomorrow, until I got somewhere else to be. My time is devoted to what's in front of me, and that hopefully is the most important thing I could be doing at that time. But I get lost in some of that because if I think the other person is really enjoying the experience, I've stayed you know out way past when we've closed with my other coworkers, managers. You know, we just sit in the parking lot, bullshitting <laughs> by whatever it is: work, sports, wrestling, life, and those conversations have. I don't know, it's good bonding time is a good way to say it, probably. I don't think that a lot of people have time for those kinds of things. They don't budget it. They don't think about it in their mind to sit down and just have a game night or stay, maybe stay up all night partying or drinking or watching. The, oh, we watched the Super Bowl and we'll go home when we, sometime. But how, what if you did it on a regular basis? Like, what if you left, you know, one, two nights a month or a week open? Well, I gotta be up for work the next day. Okay, you know, what if you left a large window of that open to be able to talk, and have a way to finagle your 
problems out. Now, if it's playing with your dog, that's one thing. But acceptance, like I'm talking about rationalizing, discovery, direction, coping with things, is something that you can really do with another person. And the alternative to that for me, you've seen it if you've been to my website, it's in the bottom of all of my podcast episodes, is writing. It is a life raft, a, uh, a saving grace. Uh, in many different ways for me. You sit down, you're confused, you got thoughts, put them on paper, organize them, play it out. Find your answers. I don't write unless I have a problem or I've got something that just needs to be... It needs a home. It's very valuable to me. And I was just watching this lecture from the University of Chicago called The Craft of Writing. I highly recommend that to you. Um... Yeah, it's I I really agree with everything the young man said from his lectures. Um, I learned a lot of different things from that, but uh, we overlapped on some things and some things I just would not have been able to articulate as well as they did. So I'm I'm very happy about that. But I think that as I'm going to wrap this up, because I got I got to be back to to my real job. I think direction is only important if you want to have it. Acceptance uh, as an idea is more about acknowledging something, coping with something, you know, discovering that you have it and you know, healing it. Direction doesn't have to lead you away or anywhere else. You might still be right in that situation. You might still be the same person, handicapped. Uh, you've been lied to, cheated on, had a tragedy, a trauma. Accepting it doesn't mean you have to go in a different direction or do anything very differently as long as you have acceptance. You can carry that battle scar with you. The other part's up to you. You can do whatever you choose to do. I'm not telling you one thing's more healthy or one thing's more unhealthy. Individual situations. That's not a math and science thing. That's got a lot more to do with whether you as a person are happy. And that's important to me. So if if there's something I'm saying that's making you unhappy... Maybe acceptance is for you. <laughs> you thought I was going to apologize, didn't you? Anyway, you have a, good, have a good Wednesday. Appreciate you listening to Michael L. Craver Presents. Wherever you're listening to it, you can like it and share it. And I, you know, I'm very happy for the numbers I've gotten uh, for listeners. And um, yeah, enjoy your week. Enjoy your six more weeks of winter. And uh, I'm going to come at you with some some fresh material. And maybe even the tricks of the trade to antagonize people. Wouldn't that be that'd be a Friday episode? See what I can drum up for you guys tomorrow. Take care. Something that's different. Something-